Welcome to the Hot Takes Podcast, where we're always seeking to be humble, open, and transparent. We have another great one for you today, so please be ready to be inspired, encouraged, and ready to take action. Here we go. Buckle up. It's going to be a wild ride. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Hot Takes Podcast, where we are always seeking to be humble, open, and transparent. And so I have another awesome coach on hand to lend his expertise, to lend his voice um, to the conversation of how we develop, how we grow, how we get better. Uh, Welcome, Tim. Welcome to the Hot Takes Podcast. How are you, sir? Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. How are you? Good, 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 good. If you could, real quick, just tell people uh, who you are, where you're from, uh, and then we'll get rolling. Sure. Uh, So my name is Tim Lussier. I'm a certified KonMari consultant and a facilitator of experiences, um, occasionally corporate retreats at my home, Northern Edge Algonquin, which is a retreat center where we explore transformational leadership, deep, deep connection, and extraordinary living. Uh, So I grew up there, which I think gives a bit of a window into my background and my approach to life. And uh, I really consider myself a dreamer and doer. uh, And as a KonMari method coach, I essentially coach people through the act of helping them to tidy up, declutter their homes, um, learn what values and principles they hold in life, uh, and decide how to move forward with those valuables, uh, valuables. Uh, values, <laughs> I, I meant to say, with those values uh, front of mind. That is awesome. And just so people understand, values are valuable. Um, and and as we as we navigate this, um, you are speaking my language. And I always tell uh, any of uh, the the speakers who come on and the coaches, um, I believe values are the foundation of of everything of who we are and how we navigate. And it's kind of our our sets our north star and our true north. Um, so as as a person, as a being, what would you say your um, core values are? Mm -hmm. I would definitely say that my core values are simplify. I I like to say simplify instead of simplicity, simplify and curiosity. I like that. I like, I like the simplifying curiosity. Um, When working with uh, anyone for the first time, how do those values show up for you? Mm-hmm. Well, when I'm working with people as, as a coach in the KonMari method, often the goal is actually to simplify. So I'm entering a person's home or workplace life and helping them to simplify and trim things down, often decluttering physical items to choose what is going to be most in alignment with who they want to be and how they want to be living. Uh, so that's a very, very active part of um really what people are touching base with me for and reaching out to me for and curiosity is just is more the how it's it's the um the value of how i just always enter things with an open mind and i i like to uh poke at and discover new ideas uh to constantly evolve my way of doing things and see if there is a better better way of doing things see if i can find more efficiency in my own work and life. Uh, So I'm always curious about how I can grow and improve. I love that because 
what regardless of the modality of coaching um i love the synergy across um the different modalities uh, particularly around curiosity um and how that space and just with the simplicity um i use simplicity and instead of simplify of your definition is is just again the removal of of the complexity and the judgment and all the rest of that and uh, and be curious into uh the potential discovery of of unknowns and so i love that um about what you described when you talk about the kanmari method um at its core what what is that method all about mm -hmm. well there there are two ways that you can look at it so i would say that the kanmari method is really looking inward through the lens of looking at your belongings so essentially this this is the method that was created by marie kondo um, the Japanese minimalism sort of decluttering movement, if you will. And uh, she's known for saying to choose what sparks joy in your life. And I think of that really as shorthand for choosing what's in alignment with the life that I want to be living. Um, so really it's a process of using every single item in your home to train yourself to become a better decision maker so that you can move forward in life, making decisions that are in your best interest and are leading you towards the life that you wanna live. And we do that very physically through moving on items that are physical items that don't align with that vision, but then it extends past that into the people that we hang out with, the activities that we spend time on, the books we read, the podcasts we listen to, um, so it all, it, it's a very transformational process, I would say, of just looking inward. I, lo I love that. Um, and as you were, as you were talking, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, man, what am I attached to and why are things in, in my life the way that they're situated around my home and just, and, and I, when you talk about and use the word transformation, right, a lot of these, the terms can become quickly cliche. Um, mm -hmm. and quickly turned into a hashtag or a t-shirt. Um, Transformational became a buzzword. Oh my gosh. This time last year. <laughs> Golly. And, and it's, again, it almost has like a cyclical kind of thing where the word either gets longer or shorter. Um, and then it's on everybody's timeline. So when you, when you say transformation, like what, what are the elements that you believe are a part of transformation? Mm -hmm. Well, I think that my interpretation of transformational is is inspired by how it's used in the, the tourism uh, industry these days. We used to say experiential um, and that experiential, wow, what is the second word I'm looking at? Experiential experiences, I guess. And now we say transformational experiences. And I think that it's a direct evolution of what experiential was, which is you're doing some hands-on learning, uh, growing, and really it's opportunity for self-growth and self-improvement through experiences. That's, that's what, how I view transformation. Um, but I guess it's really open for, uh, open for a, lot, a lot of different contexts. Yeah, I see, I see you guys. Um, and, and as you think about transformation and you think about, you know, kind of the experience of it all, um, 
putting yourself in position, kind of that on the job life training um, and putting yourself to work a muscle to, to move in the direction uh, that, that you desire for your life. When you, when you take on new clients, um, is there a general kind of consensus? Like they're, they're in a certain place. What would you say that place is? I think most of the clients that reach out to me are in a place where they are, they're doing okay. They're happy. They're relatively happy in their home and with their life. Um, but they know that things can get better and they're maybe coming at it, not from the angle of wanting this total life transforming experience. And maybe they're just looking at, I'd like my space to be a little bit tidier and kind of entering through that window. And then when you start to discuss that, what really we're looking at, okay, why is the home not tidy? You know, what, uh, why is clutter collecting and what's the root cause of that? Um, why are you not taking care of your space in the way that you want to be? And as you start to explore that, you might realize uh, where there's room for growth and change. Mm. That's, that's huge. That's huge. Um, particularly from a uh, visioning standpoint, right? And they would have, there would have to already be a beginning of awareness uh, around making a, a call um, in general to a coach. So somebody who says, you know, I, I believe I need somebody because I can't, I haven't done it on my own. So I need somebody to partner with. When, when you get asked to partner how, what does that do for you internally as a coach? Like where do you, where do you begin to draw from to show up for your clients? Hmm. Oh, that's a great question. I think I try to come from a place of authenticity. So just uh, living, living in my truth and standing in my core values, um, spatially looking at, the clutter or lack thereof in my own life and making sure that I'm leading by example. Uh, so that when I arrive to a coaching session, I'm just in that place. And it, it's really, it's what I live every day. Uh, so to be able to share that with people is really uh, the context in terms of, uh, there's no special way I prepare or anything like that. I just, I, I just come and I'm ready to be me and get at it and, <laughs> spend a few hours uh, in particular in a first session that would involve uh, being in a client's closet and working hands-on with them and identifying all the clothes that spark joy. But really we're, we're talking about much deeper things at the same time. Yeah. And, and I, I believe uh, you already stated earlier, one of, one of those deep things that um, some people, um, they know is there, but don't know how to create a transaction towards it. And help help me understand the dreamer doer, and, mm. and how how that has become a lifestyle for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, so looking back, I mentioned that um, that I grew up at a retreat center in Northern Algonquin, uh, which is in Ontario, with two really powerhouse uh, facilitators as parents. Um, my mom in particular, she is 
very well, my, both of my parents are dreamers and doers. Uh, I would say my mom in particular is really, really a dreamer. Uh, so she used to facilitate um, retreats that were that were all shamanism based or and now she facilitates uh, more universal uh, spiritual retreats that are called way of the circle retreats and it's all about daytime dreaming so so kind of um, daydreaming and visioning and ceremony as well as listening to our nighttime dreams um, as well as engaging in how we can dream when we're going on walks or going for a paddle or doing art, all of these things. And I really grew up in this environment where you listen to what you're dreaming and you listen to your internal compass and you try to uh, make decisions in life based on what you're being told internally when you journey within. Um, so just that through that inspiration and my dad on the flip side he's very much a dreamer too but he's uh he represents that in i guess less of an ethereal way in, in a more uh grounded kind of doer way and i think um dream it do it is just kind of a a thing that i live by and it's uh it's, you know, the idea that if I have a dream, I'm going to do what I can to pursue it and not let anything hold me back and just take those first steps towards whatever it is. I love the combination of being raised. Um, and I am uh, a, a leadership, core energy leadership uh, coach from, from IPEC, the Institute of Professional uh, Excellence in Coaching. And we talk, all, it's all around energy. Um, and as you described your, your mom and, and how she processes the world and different things, and it's that higher player in, in that level seven energy of, of always seeing possibility, always um, seeing what's possible out there in the world and, and, and holding that space for others. And then your dad, the, le the level three um, tactician of it all and getting it done and, and just how having the ability to go up and down um, in the levels of energy to to let it serve you um, as we live this life is, is, is amazing to have in a household. So I can only imagine what's inside your head, man. Like you probably, probably the, the guru, like you, you playing it kind of cool right now, but I, I see you can really show up for somebody um, and really hold a higher player space. Um, just but to have, like you said, the way you described them, um, I was like, yeah, he can interplay through 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 both of them. You, that's your superpower, man. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there for y'all. Tim has a superpower. Um, so oh, thank you. He, when you invite him into the room, be prepared. Be prepared. So, I, I just want to know, man, what type of uh, what gets you pumped up to wake up in the morning? Hmm. Well. It depends on the day, because honest, honestly, I've, I've got uh, quite a variety of, of things that I get excited about. And lately, in the morning, what gets me really ready to go is just the, I'm looking forward to sticking to my morning routine, which is kind of uh, nerdy. But this has been my exploration since uh, about January. I've just been more deeply interested in productivity and uh, habit building than I've been in the past. So that's kind of my new thing that I'm curious about and exploring. So 
I'd have to say my morning routine. So what, what have you explored and what have you found? Because uh, now you got me super curious now. Well, uh, if you're interested in habits and productivity, uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear, I think is, is a really fantastic resource uh, at this point. Um, and I've been personally exploring just really developing this deep morning routine, starting with making the bed and, you know, doing the whole morning thing and not rushing it, not, you know, jumping up and skipping things because I have to get somewhere, but just making sure that, that every single morning, all these things happen has been, uh, I think really powerful in, in changing my relationship with, um, mornings. Yeah, it's, um, that's, that's super intriguing to me because I actually just uh, started reading a book um, talking about rising early and, and setting the tone for your day, particularly as it pertains to, to habits and behaviors, um, to, to set the tone um, for a successful day. And starting when nobody else is moving, nobody else is scurrying about, um, but really getting centered, holding that space for yourself before the things when everybody's awake, begin to pull your attention um, in multiple directions um, and just how um, centering it is to, to be up and, and again, get into the habit of, of understanding and being disciplined around your routine in the morning. So um, I'm, I, I would say I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. So I wrote that book down um, because I'm, I'm adding to the toolbox every single day. And if you had to say, um, your life up to now, what has been probably one of the single pieces of information you're glad you absorbed and began using in your life? Mm. That's interesting. Now it's, it's all tied together. I think for, for me, there's, uh, there's so much, I think from the KonMari method, you, you could expect uh, that I would say something about, you know, choose, choose what you're deciding to keep in your life and, and move on the things that are not in alignment. Um, but I think one of the things, I mean, I personally went through a huge uh, fitness journey and transformation. And for me, I think, I think the, the one thing that I did different that, that became successful with me in particular with my nutrition is that rather than subscribing to any one particular idea or regiment, I took what worked for me. So I, I looked at all these different diets and, and I said, oh, I like that piece of that. And I like that piece of that. And I created my own system based on what I felt would be sustainable in my life. And I think that that is a lesson that really could be uh, used in, in just about any context. So whether you're looking at the KonMari method or you're reading a book on habits, there might be some ideas in there that you don't resonate with. And it's okay to not take on the things that you don't resonate with. I think just taking the small pieces that do resonate with you, um, that's, the, that's the one thing that really makes the difference. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I am a huge believer. Uh, I have four coaching certifications. Um, because being a student of it um, and learning the different methods, um, whether it's, you know, John Maxwell to the Human Capital Institute to, you know, Bruce Schneider and IPEC and then, you know, Dr. Pamela Lardy and, and 
the Academy of Creative Coaches. It just, you, you, I take tools and I take a bit of this, a bit of that. It's like ingredients, right? Just like the perfect example of your fitness and your health, taking these different ingredients to see what works for you. Um, as you begin to navigate and, and own the space that you're in. Um, and I absolutely love that. Um, if someone was to want to begin to work with you um, and the Kunmari method, um, how would they begin that process? Mm-hmm. Well, to work with me, I would say to visit my website, tidytim.ca, um, or uh, my social medias, which on Instagram, it would be at tidytim.ca still. Um, and then to, uh, to another extent, I mean, I work mostly Ontario-based and I'm happy to travel, but there are KonMari certified um, coaches around the world. So you can visit uh, the KonMari website. I, gosh, I, I would guess it's KonMari.com. K-O-N-M-A-R-I.com. And you can find consultants all over the world that would be willing to work with you in, in a similar process. What's, what's one thing you would um, want people to sit with in this um, uncertain world we, we currently live in um, to make sure that they're, they're taking care of themselves? What's, what's something you would want someone to sit with and begin to, to process? This is where, this is where I say you got to choose joy. So choose what makes you happy, become a better decision maker through practicing, making a ton of small decisions based on what's in your best interest. And, you know, don't do things that, that don't make you happy. <laughs> You can say goodbye to those things with gratitude and, and let them go and, and just stick with the things that really make you happy in life. I absolutely love it. Choose joy. Man, Tim, thank you so much. I've I got me super curious. Got I got books that I got to read. Um, <laughs> and so thank you so much for the gift of you um, and, and showing up for, for my listeners today. Um, and you all have heard where to find him. I will attach this to the recording. Um, and thank you so much, sir, for, for being here with me. And thank you for, for gracing the audience as well. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning in today to this episode of Hot Takes. Please be sure to explore the library for other amazing interviews. Until next time, actions over ideas always win.